0: Welcome to Your Next Mission from God with Julie Anderko, where the saints show us how it's done. And sometimes they even got it wrong before they got it right. Julie tells their stories to help you find hope, inspiration, and direction to show how the saints discovered and accomplished God's mission for their lives. There are
1: many, many reasons to have hope. I'm going to give you evidences that God is working in our culture and working in society and working in our church in really profound ways that i believe change is on the way that he's a doing something like saint john henry newman said regarding the lord he knows what he's about and we can trust him he knows what he's about jesus christ is sovereign and he knows what he's about and just bear with me on this because I love this analogy. For those of you who like C.S. Lewis or have read the Chronicles of Narnia, you know, there's this part in the story at the very beginning where Narnia is starting, the, the ice is starting to melt. Like the winter, this gripping winter has been endless and the White Witch is raining. She represents the devil. And they just can't break through. It seems like it's going to go on forever, like her reign and the, and the endless winter. And then the snow and ice begin to thaw. The rivers start to flow. Uh, Trees start to bloom a little bit in the snow. The Narnians are talking about Aslan, who is the Christ figure. He's the Jesus figure in the story, he's a big lion. And they're saying, you know, we haven't seen him, but he's doing something. Aslan is on the move. And that's what it feels like now. And I have evidence. It feels like Jesus is on the move, like he is doing something. Miracles are happening and they're unfolding on a parish level and on national and international level. Miracles are happening if we tune in to hear about them, to find out about them, because our culture is noisy. And these great miracles, they get drowned out by all the noise. But one of the latest on a national and international level is exhuming uh, the incorrupt body of Sister Wilhelmina Lancaster that is an amazing story. And there's a link about it. It just happened a few months ago. The Lord is showing us, he reigns sanctity is possible. And, and he's, he's putting her out there as an example and a sign. And of course, with this incorrupt body, there were all kinds of reasons why it should have decomposed and did not. And, and we can go and see her now. <laughs> it's amazing. Just a few months ago, another one, which I think is in recent history. And the things I'm gonna talk about, I'm gonna put a time limit on it. I'm gonna go from 1980 to, to the current time. So everything that I bring up, because there's tons of miracles before then, but I want to let you know that in our day and time, in this culture that we're in right now, that the Lord, to, to show what the Lord is doing. Okay, so another one that's pretty pretty recent, 12 or 13 years ago, was um, a a vetted and approved miracle. Now the miracle was presented for vetting and approving to beatify venerable Fulton Sheen. So Fulton Sheen is still venerable. He has not been beatified. The miracle has been approved. There's some church politics. Don't get discouraged. Don't lose hope. (laughs) But there's some church politics holding it up. It, It doesn't make any sense. But the miracle stands. This child, was born still a boy. And his middle name before he was born was named Fulton. So the family had a devotion to Fulton Sheen. And it is in, in the Peoria area where Fulton Sheen grew up and lived and, and was ordained a priest and, and uh, served there as an altar boy and everything else. So this child is born, little boy, still born. No heart rate, no breath. And there's a team of medical people working on him. And there's just prayers going out. A prayer chain goes out. And I was able to talk to to a person who was on that prayer chain when that was actually happening. And I've met people who know the family. I haven't had the the opportunity to meet that family, but I was actually, I have no connection with that area of the United States, but my family recently moved there, my son and daughter-in-law and their children. And so I was there for a visit. That's how I made that connection. So people were praying to Venerable Fulton Sheen for a miracle for this child. And they did not cease and the team, of medical people they were there and they they kind of worked on him for an hour for 61 minutes and they gave up they said we're done we're going to pronounce him dead i mean no heartbeat no breath dead well when they're all done and they're not working on him anymore he takes a breath and then he lives and he's completely fine healthy He's 12 or 13 years old now and, and, and living still in that same area. People know him. <laughs> that much time without oxygen to your brain and no brain damage. That is amazing. And so, you know, these miracles and things like like we need to, to be in tune to Catholic radio, Catholic cable shows, uh, Catholic podcasts. We need to be getting into there because the secular news is going to feed us things that take away our hope and not let us see how God is working. So I would encourage you even in in your at your parish level if you're having a healing retreat if there's things going on on a parish level where people will share their stories and I don't know if you realize this but in recent history there's an unprecedented amount of Muslims converting to Christianity in Muslim nations and so they do this at great risk and why would they? They can't turn on Catholic answers or, or be exposed to Christianity the way we would. You know, I was a, a coordinator for RCIA for seven years at a couple different parishes. You would be surprised how many people convert because of Catholic radio or, or some kind of a thing like that, like some sort of a media platform, a, a YouTube video or something. And they, they learn about the truth and it's compelling. This isn't gonna happen to, be, to Muslims and Muslim nations. So how has it been happening again just like i just like the analogy of of aslan's on the move in the narnia show or the narnia books jesus is doing something a quarter of them who agree to an interview and that's usually after they've immigrated to the united states or a free country they will say that they had a mystical experience a dream a locution or a vision that's some pretty hefty stuff a quarter of them who agree to an interview so their situation is so dire they have no way of conversion so jesus and mary are are going in there and they're converting them and we know it's real because it's at great risk to their life it's a hard road and even in those muslim countries if there are community of of Christians those pastors and bishops are reluctant to receive those Muslims into their church to to baptize them and make them part of the flock because of the danger of a Muslim joining a Christian community that puts the whole Christian community at risk so that's phenomenal that they are becoming Christian despite the risk that shows that the Lord is really working and is really doing something in our day and time. There's another statistic that I, I'm just gonna tra- carve out a 32 year period because I've got the data for the 32 year period. And of course, it's in the show notes. But from 1980 to 2012, the Catholic Church in Africa grew 283% that is unprecedented that is profound it's amazing and so in that same time period worldwide the catholic church grew 57 percent we don't see that here in the western world you know I, i live in in oregon in the united states we don't see that we see pews that are empty we see schools closing catholic schools closing we see churches shutting down and consolidating all, all across the nation. We see our families not attending church, our children leaving the faith, you know, but on a worldwide scale, the church actually has been growing. Now, who has been telling us this? Who knows it? I mean, I just recently found that out. I don't know if you know, but it's of great hope. And, and since then it still grows. It, it, it just is not maintaining that rate. I mean, the early church didn't maintain that rate. I could be wrong about this, but I believe the early church was like 40% every three years of growth. So 200, I mean the early, early church, like right after Jesus left and during those persecuted years. So 283%, that's pretty phenomenal. So when you think, oh, the the Catholic church, it's just, you know, it's gonna be a thing of the past. It's gonna dwindle and die. No, (laughs) no, it's not. The church has been through some rough patches And it learns and it grows and there's always people in the church who want to undercut her i mean how else would satan accomplish his goals except to go undercover (laughs) in the church so we have to i mean jesus told us this he said you know and you're going to have the wolves among the sheep we have them we have wolves among our sheep (laughs) and so but jesus promised he's the shepherd and and it's not going to crumble we can uh, remain in the church, faithful, he put us here, and, and there's not a better place to be. You know, the Blessed Virgin Mary continues to appear in in the world across all continents. I'll just name a few. Uh, in recent history, Akita, Japan approved, and Kibeho, Africa approved, and of course, Medjugorje, it's ongoing, so of course, it's not approved yet. But The fruit from it is amazing so i i am hopeful for an approval when the apparitions are done but they're continuing the virgin mary is still bringing us the message of jesus of conversion to to change the world we need to really nurture our trust and we can go to the holy family to do that to nurture our trust because we do see you know western civilization crumbling we see A lot of people losing their identity even what it means to be human so we're kind of as as a as a whole sort of losing our way but as as catholic christians we are not losing our way the lord is working he is doing something so undergird your trust with the tools i gave you you know the the surrender novena the the litany of trust the divine mercy devotion and this little book that was my lifeline trustful surrender to divine providence, and there are others. Jesus, Mary, Joseph, we love you.
0: You've been listening to Your Next Mission from God with author and speaker, Julie Anderko. For more about Julie, visit her website at dot com, and follow her YouTube channel, Catholic Saints on Mission. You can find previous episodes of Your Next Mission from God on the free Hail Mary Media app or your favorite podcast platform. Your Next Mission from God is produced at the studios of Mater Dei Radio in Portland, Oregon. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider sharing it with a friend.